0: Welcome to episode number 45 of the Church Collective Podcast. In this episode, I had the opportunity to talk with Corey Voss of Centric Worship about their uh, latest album that's coming out today if you're listening to this when the episode comes out. So here we go with the Church Collective Podcast, episode number 45.
1: gave my life to the Lord when I was 15. Um, I've been raised Catholic, and just, you know, throughout most of my younger years, I guess I never understood, um, you know, that there was more um, more to it than just what was at face value. And so, um, you know, I gave my life to the Lord when I was 15, and immediately kind of submersed myself in Christian music. Um, I kind of, my first go around I listened to a lot of Mercy Me and Third Day and Hillsong United, just kind of a little, you know, different variety there. And um I took piano lessons as a kid and so I kinda picked up um, you know, a couple of songbooks from those artists. Um I I bought Mercy Me's first album and their songbook and learned all their songs on piano and just kinda started worshiping at home, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, just on my own and uh, you know, Not too long after that, I was in a youth group and our worship leader had transitioned out and the pastor, youth pastor asked me if I'd be interested in leading. And so um, that was kind of my first introduction to, you know, joining a worship team. and
0: That's awesome. Yeah, so you said you started with piano. Was it the typical like classical piano training that you began with?
1: Yeah, um, I actually took lessons from uh, a lady that lived down the street from our um, my house in Indiana, where I grew up, and she gave lessons to a lot of kids, and basically just yeah taught us the you know the basics. You sure. know, you learn all your notes and chords and. And then um, all the complicated stuff comes a little bit later.
0: Yeah. I know when we talk to a lot of worship leaders, like some of them start with the classical piano training while they're younger. Mm -hmm. And then they find them when they're stepping into worship, they're not so used to like the cording. Do you have maybe Mm -hmm. something you could say to that?
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny because I I grew up, you know, I always played better by ear. um, Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a struggle for me to learn sheet music, even though I did. And uh, when I started playing for my church, uh, my youth pastor taught me how to read a chord chart. And, you know, he kind of showed me different variations of chords. And so I just kind of learned to take what I already knew. And then a lot of times I would take my chords and invert them and play them in all kinds of different forms just so it made leading from a piano easier. Sure. So
0: cool. What would you um uh, what would you say your Catholic background brings to your like say your songwriting?
1: Yeah, I think um you know, in the Catholic Church there's a lot of um hymns that are just sung with, with an organ, you know, and uh, vocally. I think there's a reverence to worship that, that I was taught in the Catholic Church, you know, just um well there's a lot of beautiful Catholic hymns actually that have just really like can bring you to tears. And so I think um, a lot of the language that's used in their hymns, you know, that impacted me as a kid a lot and just taught me reverence, I think.
0: Yeah, very cool. So you started leading worship in high school. Um, Can you maybe speak to how you came from from that point to now, you know, recording music and and all that?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I won't go too deep into it, but... um, Hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I've led worship for my youth group in high school. Um, and my youth pastor did a really great job of training me. Um, he was also a worship leader at one time. And so he kind of, you know, coached me side by side and would let me lead a song here, there. And then eventually he had me leading the whole worship set and, you know, just kind of, um, he would step off stage and let me lead. And from there, um, I had heard about the college I went to, which is Southeastern University. Um, It's an Assembly of God University, and the church I went to in high school was Assembly. And so um, I'd been recommended to check it out. So I went, visited, and fell in love with the school, and um, moved to Florida in uh, 2006 and studied at Southeastern. And while I was there, I got plugged into the worship department um, and had They had me leading um, just as a background vocalist at first with the other worship teams. And then eventually I kind of grew and um, led my own team in the chapel. And then um, while I was doing that, I got involved in a local church in Auburndale, Florida called Life Church and uh, joined their staff as a volunteer. Um, but I was there for about four years altogether. And then my last year and a half, two years, I was the um, full-time worship pastor of that church. Hmm. Um, and then during that season, um, the end of that season, I had met uh, a guy who's a drummer, and we actually started a band, a worship band, called Letters from Patmos. And we traveled for about a year and a half, two years, and through the band is kind of how I got connected with Nashville and centricity, sure. um, centric worship.
0: Yeah. And so. So, talk a little bit about your your year and a half touring there. How did you go from like full time church vocation and then move towards doing this touring thing? I know a lot of guys feel that struggle. Um, so, maybe speak to how how you managed it and you know what what you yeah. went through.
1: Yeah, it was a, it was definitely um, it was a challenging time. Um, you know, I loved the church I was in and I loved my role. Um, you know, as the worship pastor there, and had a lot of freedom. Um, when I was leading and song selection, all that stuff, and um, you know, I had met this this guy, this friend of mine who was a drummer, and he he and I, you know, he'd actually approached me and and seen some of my songs that I'd written, and you know, said, "What would you think about you know starting a band and you know traveling a little bit?" And you know, I prayed about it and really felt felt like the Lord was was in that, and so I said, "Sure," and you know, I had a meeting with my pastor at the church, and he basically said hey we want you to do what you're called to do and you know we'll release you you know if you feel led to jump out and um so kind of made that transition and before i knew it um you know we'd formed this band and we were you know traveling around central florida doing conferences and that kind of thing but um you know so my first go around with that was was probably a little bit rocky i would say just you know abruptly moving out of church ministry into the band thing yeah <laughs> because you kind of felt like you don't have a foundation um, or, like, a, a home base as much. And so, it, you know, you kind of find your community and in, in, uh, your, your band, you know, and spiritual leadership within your band. Mm. Um, and so, uh, yeah, but we, we traveled for, you know, a year and a half, two years, and played a lot of conferences in Florida. And then we started uh, working with Jeff Roberts, and associates booking agency. And we got several, um, you know, dates all over the nation booked through through them and um played a lot of different camps and stuff like that.
0: Hmm. Very cool. So then how did you then get involved with centricity in Nashville and, and maybe speak to how how you got to where you're at now?
1: Yeah, we had um um I work with uh Vasquez Entertainment. It's a management company in Nashville. And um Gabe Vasquez, he is my manager and um basically through just building a relationship with him um, he kind of introduced me to some of the record labels um, and publishing companies in Nashville. And, you know, it was it was definitely a long journey of deciding, you know, where the best fit was. But through him, I met um, Steve Rice, who's the founder of Centric Worship, and uh, just, you know, began showing him some of the songs that I've been writing. And we kind of built um, a relationship through that and decided to go ahead and proceed with a publishing uh, deal and an exclusive artist agreement um, and so that was about a probably about a year and a half ago when we started that conversation
0: hmm. awesome so now what do you like t- talk a little bit about your uh, your latest release here yeah um
1: well now i'm um, I kind of split my time between uh you know leading worship at my church here. I live in Shelbyville Tennessee um I lead at a church called Gateway Church. It's um, so a growing uh, church in this area. Uh, lots of cool things happening there. And then um, with Centric, right now I am doing a lot of writing. And this, this next week here we have um, what we call the Centric Worship Retreat. And um, every year we go and 12 writers from different places get together and we spend a week you know, praying and reading the Word and writing songs. Mm. Um, and we did that last year as well. And um, released a live project called All the Saints,
0: yeah.
1: um, which is on iTunes and YouTube, all that stuff. Um, which features, I, I think, I have one song on there, and then there's several other songs by different artists. Hmm. Um, but those those were all songs that were recorded, and um, most of them written on that retreat.
0: Awesome. So, so, how are you guys getting ready for this retreat? Do you guys bring much to the table, or do you intentionally kind of just wipe the slate clean and open up the Bible and, and see what God does?
1: Yeah, sometimes there's, um, you know, basically the the intent of the retreat is to spend time, um, you know, in prayer and um, just seeking the Lord together. And so we'll do that, and um, you know, in the morning and then throughout the day we'll have writing sessions, and then. Um, they we usually do the recording um each night of the retreat. So sometimes people bring ideas uh, you know, that they already had in their heart before, but sure. a lot of times they're brand new ideas that are inspired in the moment that turn into into songs.
0: Very cool. Was there a, a standout moment from last year? Yeah, um from I guess
1: I think Overall, the one of the beautiful things was getting together and listening back to all the songs. I think last year we had 20, 28 songs that were written during that four or five days, and then 21 of them were recorded um, and captured, which was awesome. It was just really cool to watch all these different writers. Some of these writers have been doing it for years. Others, like myself, are you know, a little more new and not as experienced. And so it was just really cool to watch everybody bring their songs to the table and to see the beauty of what was being released. Um, And so, so I think that overall that was a huge highlight just to experience that, um, that unity between all the different people from all over.
0: Sure. (laughs) That's cool. So, yeah. So so, um, what are you, what are you reading now? Like how, what are you filling your well up with?
1: Yeah. um, You know, I love as far as like devotional, Stuff like that there's a book called god calling um and it's kind of like Jesus calling. I'm sure you've heard of of that devotional mm-hmm. um but God calling is actually um it was written by two uh two ladies from the eighteen hundreds and it's just really cool it's very personal like it's like the way they wrote the devotionals is like as if the Lord is speaking directly to you mm. um and so for me that's something that i I read and it challenges me and and um I also I love reading um Oswald Chambers, My Utmost for His Highest. That mm-hmm. one always <laughs> um feels like it kind of rips your heart out and then puts it back in. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um but as far as books and stuff like that, um um I just started reading a book. I went to the House of Prayer in Kansas City mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago and I'm reading a book called um it's basically like just kind of a book for prophetic singing. Um, by one of their artists at IHOP. And so it just really encourages you to sing the Word of God, hmm. um, you know, reading the Word and singing back what you're reading. Yeah. Um, kind of in a slow, spontaneous type of style. Sure.
0: So have you so that, have you done much of that? Do you have any advice for people that want? I know I, I hear from a lot of people that want to incorporate that, but they feel really awkward and they don't know how to do it. Do you got <laughs> any advice for them? Yeah. Um, I think it's a journey.
1: Uh, it's definitely like... It's a little scary at first because you're kind of, you know, going off the cuff. You're, you know, in the moment. But I think it gives you a great opportunity to listen for the Spirit of the Lord um, and to, you know, sing out things that God puts in your heart. Um, for me, early on in my college years, I had a youth pastor at my church that came to me and had been praying for me, and he said, I just really feel like the the Lord is telling you to, to just sing out whatever He's giving you. Um, you know, just, just begin to sing out spontaneously. And so that kind of was my beginning in that. Um, and I I started surrounding myself with some other types of worship leaders that do that already, like Misty Edwards from IHOP and Kim Walker and that kind of thing. So I would say a lot of it is just learning and trying it out. And sometimes you, you don't necessarily, you you could make a mistake here or there or whatever, but I think it's something that you got to practice, um, and uh staying in the word will definitely help you to uh, sing out things that are you know solid and sure. So.
0: yeah, so you started uh, as a student, like in worship ministry, do you have any advice for the students that are listening to this that feel like they want to get involved?
1: Sure, um, you know one of the things that i that I learned at, as a student was um, you know there's always that leadership thing where sometimes um, leaders around you are are leading in a certain form or fashion. And I would say just like learning to build relationship with them, honor them, and, um, you know, just kind of serve. I think serving is, is really huge. And, you know, sometimes you, you want to jump in and be the worship leader of this or that, or, you know, you feel like the Lord's called called you to something or a position or a platform, but it always starts with, you know, humility and servanthood. Um, and just being that person that's willing to do whatever they need. Mm -hmm. And then God usually promotes those types of people you know
0: sure that's good stuff so, yeah thank you awesome well if people want to get in touch with you cory what's, what's the best avenue
1: yeah um social media I have instagram facebook um twitter just at Corey voss pretty easy to find me on there Corey is c-o-r-e-y
0: sure so very cool well thank you so much for the conversation Corey. absolutely thanks sure. ryan
1: i appreciate it thanks for having me
0: yeah for sure thanks for listening as always Head over to the churchcollective.com to connect with us. God bless you today.